Welcome to Godly Grind. Let this moment be a reminder that you are loved, important, and created for a purpose bigger than yourself. This safe place was created to help you on your journey in your God-given purpose. Get ready to listen to entrepreneurs, learn from their stories, and apply that wisdom to your godly grind. I'm your host, Kaylin. Grab a pen because this is about to be good. All right, so welcome. Welcome to Godly Grind. Thank you so much for coming. So before of course. So before I kick this off, I really do want to say a little prayer just to open it up. So bow your heads. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how. Thank you so much for putting us in this position to share this wisdom to those that are listening. Help those that are listening learn from our mistakes, learn from our obstacles to then help them strive in their purpose. Thank you again. We love you always. In Jesus' name is I pray. Amen. Amen, amen. All right. All right. Let's get going. I'm, I'm excited. So one thing, one thing I really admire about you is that you're really unapologetic about, about you loving God and mm-hmm. about how open and, and vibrant and oh, just, yeah. yeah, you know, you're, you're out there, mm-hmm. you're unapologetic about it, which is amazing. You know, you're really living to me in your truth um, online. Mm-hmm and mm-hmm. in your business so first the lovely lady you hear is iman renee she is a mother influencer and she owns a amazing company called chin up sis it's a woman empowerment brand um soon to be powerhouse yes. you know yeah so she's my home girl she is a lover of god mm-hmm. and i know that you're gonna learn from her and with her our topic is sex before marriage does it help or hurt people's journey to healing and purpose so welcome to the show yes thank you for having me hi viewers or yeah viewers listeners i'm so happy to be here and um she looks so popping right now i hope you i wish y'all could see what i'm looking at okay (laughs) thank you thank you so i love bringing entrepreneurs on the show that are lovers of god and also driven and 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 filled with perseverance when it comes to business because first, I would love to talk about your your business, Chin Up Sis. Uh, what what is it about? Give us some insight. Well, first and foremost, um, Chin Up Sis. The idea actually came from a place where I was just I was writing poetry. I had a little podcast that I like. Actually, not even really a podcast. Um, I was re- was recording kind of podcast on my phone, but they were different uplifting poems with music and different voices. It's all me, and I'm doing different things and just different things like that. And I'm like, wow, you know, somebody could be listening to this um, young lady, this could really empower them, you know, because most of my topics were how to get out of relationship or whatever the case may be. It was all different types of things as it relates to women. And I knew that women could benefit from that. So I'm like, okay, let me try and let me create a page. Let me start something and really try and start a movement and um, start to do that. And I started to get so much great feedback like I started people had access to the to the listening to my poetry and the podcast and you know people a lot of people were really blessed by it women liked it you know so I felt like they could benefit that benefit from that but also a lot of the content was for me I was talking to me I was coaching me I was inspiring myself you know because of the situations I had gone through you know so I figured 
that I would let people in on what I was going through, you know, and how I was getting through it and the conversations I was having, having in my head. And I'm pretty sure it was similar to the conversation that a lot of women were having in their head. So I'm like, let me, let, let, let me, let me expose this and give a platform for it. And that's what I did. And a lot of people gravitated towards it. I do know because I do follow, follow the brand and I love exactly what you're doing. Um, how do you fold God into the business? So I know you reference God for sure, but mm-hmm. what is his part in your business? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, I, and you're right. I do reference him a lot, but every, in everything that I'm doing, whether it be the, um, the poetry aspect or the book and all, um, all of that, I lead the audience back to God. And um, I, like a, that, that's because that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So I make sure that um, oh, the, the audience knows they can't do anything without that, that ultimately their main, their main thing should be going to God. That I don't have all the answers that this is not for you to come here and to get some whatever for me and then to go out into your life and do the, do the dang own thing. Like it's for you to be pointed to God. And that's, that's my main thing. Um, and of course to have a healthy space to have healthy conversation um, in a way that God would want, you know? So that's, that's how I try to do, that's how I do do that. And like I said, even with what the, the podcast and things like that, like po- the poetry, it's all, it's, it's about God. It's about what God wants for our relationship. It's about God holding us accountable and me holding myself accountable because God want me to hold myself accountable. Like just all different type of things. So I try to make sure that I'm being as authentic and as genuine and it is a replica of how I feel about God. You know, that, that's what I try to do. But how did it all start? So you're a wonderful, brilliant, really artistic young lady right now that's a follower of God, but we all have to be introduced to God in some type of way. So who introduced you to Christianity? You know, who who started that relationship? Right, right, right. Um, well, initially, I well, for starters, um, my family were all Seven Day Adventists, and for those who don't know what Seven Day Adventists are, um, they're like we're we're Christians. Where we believe in Jesus, we believe Jesus died for our sins, He's coming back, all of all of that. We believe in the Bible, what the Bible says, New Testament, Old Testament. Um, the difference being is that we um, we don't eat pork, we don't eat um, anything that are like bottom feeders, like seafood, for 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 health reasons, things like that. Um, and that's because and um we go with what the bible with the health message um is in the bible so the health the bible has the health message so we kind of follow that um so that's kind of the only different um also from friday night to saturday night we are we are at rest which means we are focused on god you know we're not watching the new series that we're not watching power we're not watching none of that we are reflecting on god we are watching things in relations to god we are having discussions we're playing charades we're i mean biblical charades we're doing all these things to really get us in tune and active um with 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 god and just you know being just being able to focus on him and giving him that time and not and not allowing us to be preoccupied by anything else but once that time is up from friday night to saturday night saturday then we can kind of go about our regular daily routine um, but for the most part, yeah, that's, that's kind of the difference. Um, yeah, that's, but my family, my entire family are seven day Adventists from my grandparents on down, you know, so, um, it's always been a part of our lives, all like from first cousins, all of it has been a part of our lives. Um, we have, we eat every Saturday, we, we eat after church every week, like saw my, like it was just, that's just always how it's been, you know, but, um, 
I was always, I always understood the traditions of the, you know, of what we did, you know, and I got that, but I never really saw or understood having a relationship with God. So I understood what, what, what it meant to be a Seventh-day Adventist and the requirements and, well, you know, things like that, but the relationship I didn't really quite get, you know, so I didn't get to that place of understanding how, what God wants for our relationship between him and I. And I, you did just mention that you do go to church with your family, also fellowship with them afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Why is church so important to you and your family? Um, why should church be a value? Because I feel like nowadays, uh, our young, you know, our young generation is like, you know, why, why go to church? Why yeah. do that? Because, you know, people in the church are nasty anyway. So why even go? So yeah. what's the importance of church? Well, the, the number one tactic that the devil likes to use is isolation, you know, so if he can get you isolated and he's, and, um, in your own thoughts, and he's, he's able to whisper things that you may think, you know, are true, which are really lies, you know, so you need to have um, people there that can be able to point you in the right direction or let you know what's going on. And at, and, and at church, you're able to fellowship. Um, at church, you're able to gain strength from your brothers and sisters. Like the Bible talks about, you know, um, where to gather, that, that's where he'll be. Like, you know, so when you, it's a powerful thing when you come together in Christ and you're able to see that, Oh, Sally got through that. I can get through that too. Oh, Sally had a rough week, but she called on the name of God and he, he, he's empowered her. I need to do that as well. And then a lot of times too, as young people, you know, we find, we have to really realize who we're going to church for, because if, are we going there because of the vibe or are we trying to, what, what, what is it? You know, if we're, go, if we're going there for Christ, then no one can distract you or take you out of that. You know, no one can take that away from you, you know, so I understand people have um, people have preconceived notions about what church is and what it has become, but the reality is that um, it is up to you. I mean, that there's no place wherever God is, you should be able to worship. Wherever God is, you should be able to give your all, and you should be able to, you know, whatever God is. So, fellowshipping with other believers is literally going to empower you. That's how things are going to change. Like that's how things are going to change in life, in your life, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, I super duper duperly agree with you when it comes to uh, when it comes to that uh, being that you are on your journey and you did start that amazing business. I would love for you to tell us a story about a time where God showed up and showed out when you were building your business, when you were promoting your business or just in personal life, if that's a better, better story. But I, I like to call these God moments. So it's a moment when that's clearly God. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that can't be nobody else, God. You knew I was thinking that and you put it right in front of me. That's wild. That's what I want to hear. Let me, okay. Um, um, I would say, uh, I would say this. Um, I had, uh, in the beginning of coming up to Pennsylvania, I had had a job and it was set up and ready to go. And I was excited and I, and I had, actually when I before I had left I had gotten to argue with my family I'm like peace out y'all don't understand I'm out bye got my job went up there and um the pandemic happened everything shut down so I was without a job for about seven months like I like it like it got to a place where you know I'm in the pot I'm making content like you guys saw me doing content and things like that but after that I'm going to go pawn some shit pawn some things because of 
not having enough money, you know. So, um, it was it was that 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 I, it was I was in a dark place at the time. So I'm like, what God? What is going on? What is going on? And one thing I will say, and this is one thing I will say that, and how I knew it was clearly God was, um, after that, so things kind of got were slow and it started to pick up a little bit. But like I said, I didn't have any money. Um, and then literally out of nowhere out of nowhere um i had got like a random check in the in the mail like a random check like and shocked me shocked me you know so i i i was like okay cool that that's that's okay i'm thinking it came from something you know i wasn't really trying to give god the glory at the and i, I wasn't I don't, I don't know why but i wasn't i think i'm at the time i'm thinking oh maybe it was something that came through or something like that I don't know, God, I don't think God liked that. I don't think God liked that, you know. So um then something else happened where um the job offered to pay me more. And they said we can start next. And as a matter of fact, we not only are gonna start, but you can work from home and you can stay at home and you have a baby on the way, don't even don't even bother coming back, you know, that type of thing, you know. So they that I, I don't know, I, I can't really I know you mentioned like a one major moment, but during this pandemic, girl. God has literally, re- literally had to dig me out of ruts, like constantly. And every time I'm in awe, every time I'm in awe, like, like I said, moment after moment, I had just gave tithe on my last check. And literally after that, something happened to where all that money had to be taken away. So I had just tithed and all the money had to be taken away. And I didn't complain and I didn't complain. And then out of nowhere, God restored me again. So I can't pick, I can't pinpoint any moment, but what I will say is this season of the pandemic, this season um, of me moving up here, God has really, it has really been my aha moment for real, for real, for real, for real. So the God woman, I feel like um, he was definitely uh, faithful to to his child, you, yeah. aka you. He showed up and showed out in them three moments. And I feel like it's, it's probably been a lot more than those three moments, but just those surprise, you know, those surprise increases, or he sees that you're really trying, but no, he was being faithful and giving you those, those gifts, because I feel like um, you're a faithful servant and you're stewarding over your gifts, exactly how you need to be. Um, and I feel like that should be um, a goal for us anyways, is identifying our gifts and, you know, uh, being a good steward over them to then help yeah. others you know, just how you're helping others in your um, chin-upsis, you know, by encouraging and pushing them forward. So the traditions of the older folk telling us that we can't wear this or we should act a certain way or we should do a certain thing. I feel like that is more so religion and it's not really the gospel. I've been reading a lot of books and one of my favorite now is called Jesus is blank. And it's by Judah Smith. And it basically tells us all about the character of Jesus, the character of God, who God really is. You know, he's Ooh, a wow. No, he's grace. No, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you know. I'm, right, I need that. I'm gonna send you the book. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the book. It's, it's great, girl. Have me crying at everything. Literally changes wow. your perspective. Literally, yes, yes, yes. So, in the book, he states that our culture is so wrapped up in first we have to behave, so we have to change our actions. Um, then we have to have of faith in God and then we belong to the body of Christ but it's kind of like you can belong to the body of Christ smoking weed like Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can belong to the body of Mm -hmm. Christ wearing a mini skirt you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like old folk 
y'all y'all probably were taught just a little bit incorrectly yeah so, yeah so yeah so I my guess. biggest thing is i don't like to fault the older folk when it comes to church and i don't want them to actually represent the church in itself. right god loves the church but right they are humans right they are humans they do make mistakes they were taught a little bit incorrectly so right you have to take heed to that you know when when seeking that church home and valuing church in itself because I absolutely church is of, of value for sure because i absolutely. don't know everything but i do know that someone knows something that i don't and then mm-hmm. dude, if, if i could just ask you the question and i don't gotta read 16 articles just to find it out I mean, like honestly. i would love to you know yes so, fellowship with those amazing people at church because it is some really great people at church that can then teach you and guide you exactly where you need to go so of course we all need the that wise counsel you know because what we go through we aren't the first people going through them exactly which is which is the beautiful thing about life you know it's like I went through I went through this being 25 years old but if I talk to a 60 year old they probably been through the same thing a couple times throughout their exactly. life, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So yeah. So exactly, exactly. So I do feel like churches. Church is a beautiful place, and if you can't physically go to a church, you can always do church online. I do. Yes. I love uh, TC Nation Transformation. Yes. Church. <laughs> right. Yes, ran by Mike Todd, uh, but I also church hop in my hometown, Detroit, mm. Michigan. So. I love going to churches and hearing new pastors and perspectives and stuff like that. So, so yeah, so it's, it's always out there for you. Sometimes you just have to look, but go to transformation church. If you, if you don't have a place, it's never, it, it never, he never loses. It never misses. Like (laughs) he never does. I'm like, wow. Like, okay. Neither here. I completely understand. And when you said that you, um, you didn't really focus on the relationship with God. I'm like, oh yeah, she got to read the book. She has. Yeah, to. I need to read the book. <laughs> you got to read the book. You gonna be like, oh okay, like yeah, boom. Mm-hmm. Like, the book sums it all up. So wow. I got you. Yes, I'm. Thank I'm definitely that. gonna send it to you. Definitely gonna send it to you. So I love asking believers, why do you believe in God? Um, for me. God has literally been everything. Like when I was, when I've been down and out, God has showed up. Like when I felt alone, God has been clever and creative and he knows exactly how to get my attention. And he knows exactly what to do to make me feel like I'm seen and I'm heard. And um, I can't get that from anywhere else. Like there's no person, there's no peel, bottle, whatever. There's no nothing that can give you that feeling, that joy and peace that God gives, you know? And that's something that you, I mean, everybody's always seeking that, like that peace and that joy that it's just like you want it. And it's like, you try to get it, but you don't know how. And it's like, God has it, right? He has to actually has it in full supply, you know? So when you allow God, when I allow God to, when I, when I allow God to, when I allow God to lead me and um, I'm, I told God, I'm going to listen, you know, um, I started to see things change in my life. I started to see me change in my life. You know, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not always perfect, you know, so when God's able to expose me and allow me to move in a better way, I'm, I'm grateful and I'm grateful for that. And that's what he's done to make me um, a better woman for sure. Yes, God does give you that peace and that comfort when you need in times that no one else can supply it. Like I remember my friend was murdered a couple years back mm. and 
Wow. Me just finding out the news was really, really tough and hard for me, like crying, mm-hmm. all types of things. But for some reason, I just stopped. Like I stopped crying, stopped worrying. And I definitely felt that spirit, you know, that spirit of God, that Holy Spirit come and comfort me, you know, like truly, right. truly hug my heart and, and give me that comfort and saying that, Kaylin, you're going to be good. Like you're going to be good. This is for my good, you know? And the coolest thing, it takes me back to the funeral. When I was at the funeral, I'm sobbing, crying. My friend that was murdered had two older siblings and the siblings were up there at the casket when the casket was going down into the ground, the burial. They were up there. And I believe the sister said like, I love you. Mm. I love you. Yes, we go through our stuff, but just know that I love you. We really got to figure it out. We really got to figure it out. Like. Mm. Mm. I was like, oh, wow. You know? Wow. And I feel like that really just, yeah, like her death put the fire behind. Wow. Like, we really have to fix our relationship because life is very, very short. And I feel like that's the good that God yeah. says, like everything, everything in his power, good, bad, everything good, bad works in his good. And that was good. That was really wow. good in that moment for sure, for sure, for sure. Wow. Yes, yes. So again, I want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you. You are amazing. I just I'm gonna say I'm I'm so proud and so happy. I already knew when we were in when we were at high school. I'm like, she's gonna be she's gonna be great. Yes, I did. So I'm just so this has been an honor. I'm so grateful to have even been considered. I appreciate what you're doing. This is gonna change so many lives. I can already tell, and I'm I, I could just see that God is literally blessing, blessing you, and I'm just so happy. That we that we did this. That I'm I'm really happy, and we need to do it again. So yeah, so yeah, so let just let me know. Just let me know. But we need that to definitely bring it back. But I really appreciate you for considering me for this. Oh, absolutely, it's been an honor. Yeah, I had honor. to. I had to. I had to. And thank you. I love and you. Just know you. that I love you too. Yes, I love you. So yes, thank yes. You. But I do want you to end us out in a prayer. You ready? Oh, no problem. All right. By your heads. Um. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your grace, Lord. I thank you for giving us another chance, another opportunity, a new mercy um, so that we are able to come to you again and get our lives together and reach purpose, Lord. I ask that you give clarity to all those that are listening, Lord, wherever they are in their life. Give them clarity for their next steps, Lord. Give them direction for for what you want them to do. Shed and expose the things that are killing, killing and eating away at them, Lord. Um, do infiltrate whatever you need to infiltrate stop whatever you need to stop lord so that your children can reach um the heights that you want them to reach lord we thank you for your grace lord we thank you for your mercy lord i ask that you forgive us for our sins lord and i ask that you reveal yourself lord whatever you need to do to reach us lord tug tug at our hearts lord so that you can reach us lord um soften the hearts of our enemies lord soften the hearts of those who are trying to hurt us lord and protect us, Lord, and keep us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Yeah, amen. Oh, <laughs> oh, I gotta talk to God. I gotta talk to God now. <laughs> so thank you for sharing oh, all of those oh, nuggets of wisdom in your business oh, and also oh, on this man. podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has thank been another episode you. of Godly Grind. I love you and we're signing out. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Godly Grind. It was super exciting getting to know exactly who Iman Renee was. 
She started an amazing company called Chin Up Sis. Chin Up Sis centered around women empowerment, God, and the gospel. She overviewed her Christian relationship, and she also told us a little bit about what Seven Day Venice truly was. In next week's episode, we are going to be digging deep into some very important topics. We will be talking about women empowerment, and she's going to tell us a very, very powerful story about her gaining confidence when she was younger. Stay tuned. Just know I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.